Oh, yeah, that's right. Just say, that's right, from Black. Oh, we can do that? Okay. <laughs> Black Metal Rebellion back in the movie dojo hanging out with the samurai. We're talking dark, gritty comic book movies today. We're talking vigilante movies. That's right. That's how we do it. That's how we like it. And it's good to have you back here. Jesse, how have you been? For sure, my friend. Been dying to get back on here and talk some movie goodness. Uh, been doing all right. The last uh, last month I started my own martial arts journey, doing some iron leaf training with yeah. the sister's boyfriend, who's actually uh, registered to train up to about red belt, I think. So, yeah, right. started that last month. Can't wait. How, how awesome is that? Doing martial arts. Look at you. I better not mess with you. You know, it's, it's cool, man. It's cool. <laughs> You've been starting awesome. your own martial arts journey that's too, awesome. though, right? Well, I just got back into working out again, you know. But uh, I'll do a little, I'll do a little karate once in a while, a little bit, little bit of that Muay Thai once in a while. But speaking nice. of speaking of fighting and brawling and having a good time, Rendell, is it really that bad? We're gonna talk about it here. Hold on, let's go see what's up to the movie dojo army in the house. Jay Hall in the house. What's going on, brother? The last Voorhees child, Heather Love. Gilbert Burger, that's right, and Nate Dogs, the ruckus has started. That's how we do it. All right, so Randall, we're going to get into it here, came out in 2017, Randall uh, Dark Vengeance, 2017, uh, directed, it is a, it, based on a Finnish superhero, that's right, uh, directed by Jesse Haja, and I'm, I'm sure I butchered that, I apologize, <laughs> and everybody else, I'm not even going to try to pronounce their name, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck it up. Uh, the plot synopsis is pretty, very simple. Finnish superhero, a masked vigilante, Rendell, seeks for revenge and fights against Vala, the huge criminal organization. Yes. So I came across this at um, Walmart, and I saw it down there, and I was like, well, that cover kind of looks kind of cool. And then I, I brought it, I bought it, brought it home. And before I watched it, I uh, just came across a few uh, ratings and, and stuff for it. And... All mm-hmm. of them were negative. All of them were basically saying this is the worst superhero vigilante movie they've ever seen in their entire life. So oh. keep keep in mind that's I'm like oh wow ooh I, I, I must have bought a turd right. So keep in mind that was my <laughs> mindset going in to watching the film. So I I went in with that mindset. I was like ooh I'm about to see I'm about to see like Catwoman. I'm about to see Electra. I'm about to see something really bad. And a I turd go in, in the here, wind. <laughs> turd in the wind and uh i came in and by the time i got done watching it i was looking around me and lady fat blood were looking at each other we were like what movie did they see <laughs> i was like what movie did they, the worst of all time really 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 the worst superhero vigilante movie of all time hmm but but another thing to to, to go to, you know we're talking about this movie is that you know how we review movies here on the channel everybody's different right but how we approach films yep. is we approach movies in the genre they're representing and the budget that they that they have, right? So anytime you watch, we watch a low-budget Western, right? Uh, uh, independent film, funded, independent, low-budget Western, right? As soon as you start watching a movie, okay, okay, this looks a little low-budget, right? But like, all right, it doesn't matter if it's low-budget looking. 
let's see if they brought it, right? Let's see if it's actually a good movie. Like, let's see if the story's good. Let's see if the characters are good. Let's let's check it out. Doesn't matter if it's low budget or not. When I watch a low budget western, I'm not comparing that low budget western to the good and the bad and the ugly or <laughs> the magnificent seven. I review <laughs> and focus on films on the genre they're trying to represent, and if they have any budget issues, constraints or not, right? And what I saw, oh, you froze. Are you there, Jesse? RVD. Okay. Yep. We're, All right. We're, so we're good. <laughs> okay. Cool. I've came across other reviews for this movie. They said the action and fighting is so bad. I felt like I was watching a fight scene from a 1940s film. Wow. <laughs> and I was kind of like, really? I didn't know there were German suplexes on people's necks in the 1940s. Did you know that was in fight scenes back then? I didn't know. We must have missed those movies. I know. I know Roman Super- wrestling and Greek wrestling was around yeah. for a while, but yeah, Superman punches, <laughs> you know, in the air. I, I, man, I didn't know uh, Humphrey Bogart and them were doing that back then. I didn't know that. But I, but, but then I would co- come across other reviews where they would be like, "Man, this is like the worst thing ever. This is like what is it? Five dollars to make this movie? This would never compete with Avengers: Infinity War." Uh, no shit, because it's a low-budget movie. And the thing is, is like I don't think they were trying to compete with Avengers Infinity War, for example. I'm using that as an example. They were trying to make the best superhero vigilante movie that they could with the budget they had, right? So they spent all the money on Rendell's suit. Pretty much, because <laughs> let's, let's get into it here. Let's get into it here. But I've seen, I've seen you know, small-budget movies where... They, you know, they didn't even superhero movies where it, it visually, it didn't, it didn't look good. Visually, there's some good visuals in this movie. There's some pretty good cinematography, lighting, camera angles. There's some good stuff in here. There's definitely some positives. But yeah, let's go ahead and get into Randall. Yeah, look at that badass shot there. Yeah, but yeah, I agree with you. The the the, the suit and mostly the mask. This mask mm-hmm. helmet concoction is probably one of the most badass looking masks I've ever seen in, a, in in the history of superhero vigilante movies. I yeah, mean, they basically... Was... No, go ahead. They, they basically took uh, Black Noir's mask and shoved it into a furnace, and that's what it looks like. Pretty much, yeah. Well, like pretty... in a good way. Yeah, I mean, that's what made <laughs> me buy the damn movie, right? I was like, whoa, that guy's mask looks amazing, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean... Does it bring anything new to the genre? No, right? We, just, we got a Frank Castle story, you know, they the killed his family, the same old, same old. But that doesn't mean it's bad, right? I mean, just because revenge flicks, I, for me, whether they're martial arts revenge flicks or Western revenge flicks or superhero or whatever genre it is, if it's a revenge movie, that never gets old to the samurai. Like, that never gets old to me. Like, I will watch it all the time. Why? Because we as viewers, the audience, we can relate to that shit, right? We can yeah, relate to some... part four, <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, we can relate. Or is to there that five guy. of them now? Which ones? I said, is there five of them now? The ice skate on your grave series. Oh, oh my God! Is there? You There's might like be right. At least four. There's at right. Least you four. might be. You might be right about that. You know, we want the bad guys to get there. So revenge movies never get old, like the Death Wish movies and all that stuff. Death Sentence, which I highly recommend, which we might do here on the channel in the future, but uh, very underrated. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a typical same. It's something we've seen before, right? They kill this guy's family. He goes out for revenge. Kind of loses his mind a little bit, and mm-hmm. that's the story, really. It, but it, is it entertaining? Right? 
were they able to pull off an entertaining movie with the low budget they were given? That's we're here to. That's what we're here to talk about. So let's see here. So right in the beginning, let's see here. So I'll let you talk a little bit about the plot, and then I'll jump in. All right, sounds good. Um, so at the beginning, you're kind of quickly introduced to him. He does the whole Batman animated series, standing on a building. <laughs> During yeah. the night, uh, the city's all lit up, and he's like, I am Rendell, I am vengeance, yeah. I will never stop, you know, et cetera, et cetera. He has yeah. this little, like, pumped-up yeah. monologue. Scum and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it kind of gives you a quick little, I don't know if it's like a flash-forward into the timeline, but it definitely jumps into some action just to get your 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 lips wet, your your you know, for what's about to come. They give you a little bit of action at the beginning. He takes out a couple of guards and, and then it cuts back into the main story of the, the, you don't know who he is yet, but that, like this, I guess, scientist detective guy kind of researching this 221 chemical or vaccine. Right. Right. And it's, 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 it's one of those that's, you know, the villains are tr- distributing it you know, you know, illegally and, you know, but making it look like a positive thing to the news. Mm. And of course, you know, Reno's going to crash that party. But throughout the movie, it's like told in real time and flashbacks at the same time. Yeah. So I could see that maybe get, being a little bit confusing to some people watching. I didn't have an issue with it, though. Well, they try to hide. They try to hide who Rendell is up until a certain point. Mm-hmm. And they, they tell two main uh, protagonists uh, stories kind of side by side all the way up to the very end or like third uh, third third of the movie and yeah. then you're like oh this is who this character is and this is who Rendell is but right. yeah they, they try to kind of like lead you away from that for a bit and then yeah, you kind of yeah. eventually figure it out yeah yeah it's pretty but cool right that the, they did it yeah but right yeah yeah I agree but right in the beginning he's crashing the party man they got the shipment yep. of the of the serum they're trying to ship, and he shows up doing some badass stuff. Oops, sorry, wrong clip. <laughs> he shows up. Uh, doing, I just went straight to the end there. <laughs> Finish him. Finish him. We haven't even started yet. <laughs> I know, damn it, god damn it. Uh, but yeah, he shows up right in the beginning here. And it, god damn it, I played the wrong clip. <laughs> it's it's Monday. Hello. How, how are Tease you? It. It's, it's Monday, man. That's how we do it. Fuck it. Uh, but yeah, you know what? I thought I had the clip. I didn't have the clip. That's fine. We'll just keep rocking and rolling. You're teasing but yeah, all right, the goodies. But right in the, I know, right in the beginning, though, he's like similar to Batman, taking people out in the shadows. He like mm-hmm. totally destroys this guy's face and an electrical outlet shocks that dude oh, yep. and just kind of beats the shit out of a whole bunch of dudes. What I like, though, uh, and, he, and he saves a prostitute who, who ends up going uh, later to report to the uh, journalists. Who does her reporting later and, and, and kind of spies on the villains and Rendell. But um, we get introduced to this blonde character throughout the film. And at first you think she's just with him. And then you find out later that, you know, because of the traumatic experience he went through of losing his family and all that, she's in his head, basically. You know? Yeah, like Rob Zombie's uh, Halloween 2 where the mom just kind of files <laughs> Michael Myers around for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's who that character is. But... She um she made him do some some things. Well, it's really him talking to himself. But after he kicked the shit out of all the bad guys, he's getting ready to leave, right? And mm-hmm. and then and then she, you know she or him basically tells him, "Hey, they're not gonna. They need to fear you, man. 
They need to fear you. And then when the other villains show up, uh, they're all all the bad guys that Randall beat up earlier. They're all hanging from the rafters inside the warehouse and carved in their skin. Randall, the name. Like I was like, all right, all right. This is my kind of movie. I'm kind of digging it. I'm kind of digging it here. He he sent a little bit of a message. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but. Uh, here we go. <laughs> I got that movie at Dollar Tree. Some good shit at Dollar Tree. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you got that uh, at Dollar Tree, you scored. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but uh, another thing, I, I love the cinematography. I like the score. Really good at camera angles. The lighting is really good for a lot of the fight scenes too, especially at night. It's hard to do fight scenes at night, um, but where you could see it. You know what I mean. And uh, of course, we just talked. We just gushed earlier about the mask and all that stuff. How it's like the coolest mask. Oh ever. yeah, they definitely went for that dramatic, semi-noir feel. Right. But another thing that elevates this movie above your other traditional smaller-budgeted superhero flicks is there's dark comedy throughout this whole movie. <laughs> there's legitimate moments where I was laughing hysterically, which we'll get into a little bit later. But first of all. The bad guys in the beginning in the in the warehouse before Rendell got to them, they they ordered a pizza, right? After Rendell beats the shit out of them and, and cuts his name into them, the other mm-hmm. bad guys arrive. The pizza guy arrives behind them. They turn around, freaked out, shoot the pizza guy, and the next shot is them sitting down eating the pizza. The whole movie <laughs> is stuff like this. There's stuff like dark comedy sprinkled out this film, and I was like, oh, okay, so this movie's got a little bit of a personality. It's not just not just your what we thought, just your generic usual. You know, there's a little bit extra to it, you know, and and we'll get to the more dark comedic moments a little bit later, definitely. Yeah, it's not as uh, cheesy as Jason Voorhees swinging a guy face first into a tree and then having like the smiley face on the tree left, but <laughs> it's you know it does have some dark comedy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> definitely, yeah. But um, we introduced to this other character called um, horrible with these names, uh, Korika. And uh, Korika, they were torturing him because they were trying to get some, they're trying to get find out where, because he's, where's the money? And Korika's in the hospital, and he's ha- kind of having these PTSD moments where he, where he's seeing uh, <laughs> Rendell coming at him. And then you find out, you know, then the story does its flashback thing, and you find out he was kind of involved of the shipment of the of the serum. But Rendell, in real, real, in real time, excuse me, was his financial advisor. He advised against it. Uh, Karika got him fired, and then you know it was it wasn't looking too good. Like he was kind of blacklisted everywhere, and he couldn't get a job anywhere. And then uh, he went to Karika, and Karika's like, "All right, I got a job for you. Come to the warehouse." So he comes to the warehouse. He gets him a job there, and he kind of explains a little bit of how the serum works. But he's not. He's like, "You're not going to be working there. You're going to be doing mostly filing." And yeah. then our boy Randall comes across some files with some information he ain't supposed to be seeing, which is the bad effects of the serum and what it could do, the negative parts of it and, and, you know, criminal activity. And of course they find that out and then they go to his house and they, they basically take back the information and they shoot his, his, uh, his daughter and his wife in front of him. And they think they kill him, but he survives to fight another day for vengeance. Not just vengeance, but dark vengeance, yes. Yeah. What made me kind of laugh, because I have a dark sense of humor, is when when he had the gunpoint to his daughter, he's like, no, she's young. She she has nothing to do with it. She has so much to live for. And then when he pointed the gun to the, his wife, he was just like, 
Hmm? <laughs> 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 like he didn't say or react at all. Like, no, don't kill my wife. He was just. <laughs> he's just staring at her the whole time. But when it was his daughter, man, he's like, no, don't kill my daughter now. She's got so much to live for. Gun to the wife. No. <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> I feel like at that point, he's kind of like, well, they're probably going to shoot one of them. So uh, he kind of didn't want to plea for a case for his wife yeah. so that his kid would have a chance. So I guess that's why he kind of shot up. He's like, well, if I plead for a case for her too, they're just yeah. going to choose. So unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, I guess he tried to just sacrifice the wife because he didn't have a choice. <laughs> but then they... I was just laughing because it's just, I have a dark sense of humor. So I was yeah, just it kind of looks like, like he's like, eh, I don't know. Well, if you need to do it, you know. <laughs> well, anyway, he's, you know, traumatic experience and then he becomes Rendo. And uh, he has some fun with that uh, that chemical, which makes him form the mask and all that stuff. But he's snapped. He's kind of snapped at that point. I'm actually uh, surprised they decided to show them shooting the the little girl in the head because most of the times in movies, if they foreign movies, they, man, they, they norm. <laughs> yeah, well, normally they don't show the the children getting shot or killed, and if they do, the camera normally just kind of like pans away, yeah. and you. Yeah. Foreign, foreign flicks don't care. Oh, like getting <laughs> and like oh damn. So yeah, they don't. Foreign flicks don't care. They they don't care. They will show it. Um, it's it's safe over here in America. We we can't show that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know he becomes Rendell and goes on his vengeance and he he stops the shipment of the of the serum and gets more information on the bad guys. Oh, Jesse frozen. Let me know when you let me know when you're back. Jesse's doing the longest high five ever. <laughs> All right, let me talk to chat. Chat, what's going on? We're gonna chill and talk a little bit before Jesse gets back. Nate Dogs, what's going on? Oh, there he goes. Hello. Hi. I'm that fat samurai guy. How are you? <laughs> Jesse will pop back in. That's what happens when you go live, baby. You got to love it. You got to love it. <laughs> but yeah, definitely a lot of positives about Rendell. And uh, we'll get to our verdict at the very end there. Finkster in the house. What's going on? Tyler, what's cracking? So let's talk a little bit, guys. Name some low-budget movies, and I'll read them out. Low-budget superhero flicks you guys actually liked. I'll read that out. It'll be a lot of fun. Hey, hey. All right. Hey, Jesse's back. Woohoo! Are you back? Are you back now? I don't know if I'm back or not. Uh, you're back. <laughs> Maybe if my Wi-Fi yeah, lets back. me. Yeah, you're back. You're moving like a max headroom, but it's okay. It's all right. There we go. Yeah, I don't know what's Heather going on. I'm literally right next to my router, it's so it's fine. It's it's called. This is what happens when you're live. <laughs> uh, watched Bojangles. Heather watched that. Toxic Avenger. All right, I I can dig that. I just asked chat while you were gone. Uh, name some superhero flicks that, that that are low budget, but they were you know they liked it. They were good. Yeah, Toxic Avenger. Nice. 
All right. So let's Did you know they're doing a remake of that? I know. Uh, hopefully it's okay. They, <laughs> it's got to be trauma, though, man. It can't be no safe, clean, you know, I don't know. That's the charm of Toxic Avenger, though, is that it's, you know, crazy, out there, raunchy. You know, it's trauma. But if it's well, all What if it was, like, trauma, safe, but with a budget? I'm fine with that, sure. As long as they keep the same tone <laughs> and humor, right? I'd be all yeah. for that. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, that's kind of the backstory uh, of Rendell. I like how... Um, now the villains are kind of get, kind of get, you know, they're like, all right, this guy's going around. They kind of know, all right, this, there's somebody who's stopping our shit. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta plan a, a little, a little uh, ambush. And he goes to uh, attack another van shipment, and it's all like a trap. But what I like about this movie is the the sound design is really good, man. Every single time Rendell punches somebody, it's like. Boom, man. Like, you you feel it. You hear it. You know, turn the sound up. Like, every hit you you hear, it's fantastic. You could feel the hits, you know. I like the camera work of the fights. It was very solid for what they were able to do. And you get some different types of fights, you know. you it is, This movie didn't, it didn't blue ball me because, remember, I went in watching this thinking that this was supposedly the worst movie ever made, superhero flick of all time. Yeah. So I was pleasantly surprised by it, you know. Uh, yeah, it was but, nice that it wasn't those archived sounding like punches and kicks or like really just kind of thin, tinny kind of like yeah. smacks that they did in like those old uh, samurai films where you, you can tell that they're really thinly produced uh, like punches and kick sounds. I don't know how to explain it. They didn't really it, focus but, on it yet. Yeah, it didn't really. It was more of the swords, swords, you know. The swordsmanship, really. Well, if you go back earlier, the, a lot of the early sound uh, samurai films, they didn't even have sound effects. They just do that, and the guy just falls over, and there's no sound <laughs> <laughs> on some of the old, the old ones. But, uh, but sound design is great in this. But again, the dark comedy. So here we are introduced to uh, uh, Radek, <laughs> and what cracked me up about Radek was they hyped him up so much like the guys like on the phone like all scared like oh no i gotta release radek from prison you know and, they, and he's all in the he's all chained up he's all locked up you know he's like what the <laughs> freaking out they let radek out he kills one of the guards for fun and then because they got they got to stop rendell man the, the villain's son is just jobbing man he's not uh he's not doing a good job stopping rendell so we got to hire we got we got to get radek so Radek crawl, they had to get call, their own expendables. Yeah, Radek calls his crew, and again we get some more dark, dark comedy moments where they, each of them get a phone call, <laughs> and then and then one guy's like, he's like, he's like, what are you doing right now? He's like, oh, I'm about to teach somebody how to fly. <laughs> and he's like, all right, I'll be there. Click. You need wings. Ah! He throws the guy off the <laughs> top of the mountain. You know, it's like I'm just like, okay, movie, you're kind of you're winning me over with this dark comedy and this kind of sense of humor. I'm I'm liking it, you know. Uh, but we'll get more in Radek later. But this, you know, they they hype him up, chat. It's it's, and then what what happens later? Me and Lady Fat Blood were shocked, and then we could not stop laughing. We could not stop laughing. What happens to Radek later? Which we're gonna. We're he was gonna the guy later. with the the blind yeah. eye, right? Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. I got a photo here. Yes. <laughs> So Radak, that's him in the middle, and that's his crew uh, that he brought in to take Rendell out. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, there's some fun, fun characters there. Um, 
Was it me or was the the villain's son, uh, his bodyguard, the huge bald guy? Man, it looked mm. like some Josh Brolin. <laughs> that guy looked just like Josh Brolin. Kind of did, yeah. yeah. It's like Thanos without the purple. <laughs> but that's all I could say. I was like, oh, we got some Josh Brolin in here. Uh, but yeah, right. Just I, 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 personality is the point I'm trying to make. You know, personality. There's 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 fun moments in this movie, especially when we get to the finale here, man. Okay, so they end up capturing the uh, the journalist to kind of bait Rendell. But again, <laughs> this is what I mean by the dark humor. So this is what I'm talking about, Chad. So check this out. So first, you know, we got the we got the throwdown between Radek, but we get that in the, we get to that in a, in a little bit here. So this is a fight scene from earlier. This is when he's taken out uh, trying to stop the shipments. But yeah, kick to the balls, punch to the neck, brutality. Yeah, Rendell doesn't fuck around, right? But you get these dark comedic moments where <laughs> he takes out whole bunch. Oh, earlier, earlier, you know those two jobber guys. That mm-hmm. end up spilling the beans and stuff like that. And then yeah, the, the, yeah. the villain's son kills, shoots him in the head. There's these little moments, these little nuggets, man. So, again, a whole bunch of group, they're going in there to try to kill Rendell. This is before they got Radak and his crew. And you hear Rendell beating the shit out of them off camera. And the, and the camera focuses on the two little jobber guys. And they're all talking, like, big. Like, yeah, man, we got guns. Rendell ain't shit. We're moving up, man. We're not just hiding the bodies type of criminals anymore. We're 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 gonna be enforcers, man. And if you look up, the camera kind of pans up, and you see Wayne in the background. You see Rendell just like slowly walking by, opening a door, and going to the next room to kick ass. <laughs> it's like little nuggets like that. I'm like, oh shit, there he is. Look at this dude. Little nuggets like that give this movie personality. But but the end fu- here. Okay, so again, bone breaking, neck snapping. All this, all this badassity at the end, and it's like I said, you feel the punches, you feel the hits with the movements and the sound design, man. Randall don't fuck around, and but then you you have this, right? Well, you're mm-hmm. dead, your neck is snapped. See you later, goodbye, good night. And then you have the dark comedic moments like this. So he comes out in the open where he sees the villains, the main villain's son, you know, like talking shit. And he walks by the main villain's son and keys his car. <laughs> he takes a little bit, little shrap, little shrapnel of metal, and he keys his car to piss him off. And then he's like, "What are you doing to my car, man?" And he like drops it. And then after that, he flips him and off. And he's all look, like, "Look, oh yeah, oh, look at this, look at this right here. This is fucking hilarious." He just drops it, and then he just goes, "Fuck your car, bitch." <laughs> this is great. This is phenomenal, man. Like, yeah, yeah. Give me more of this, more dark comedy, more personality. Love it. I love. I was enjoying it, man. I was just cranking up. Oh man. Uh, but then uh, uh, he, he he does rescue. Oh yeah. So we got to get to the Roddick fight here. So he does rescue the girl here. So Roddick, Radek Roddick shows up. Look at that. That was a nice shot. He threw his axe at him. Freezes the girl. And uh, she goes on her way before they before they have their little confrontation here. Uh, but earlier, I'll be having that axe back. Yeah. <laughs> earlier, and he's like this. Fuck me. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> earlier, uh, his team finally goes up against Rendell, and Rendell kicks all their asses until until he got into the the pretty good grappling uh, wrestling fight with the other that big dude man. That guy was mm-hmm. doing all these 
German suplexes on his neck. I mean, Randall was getting fucked up. I don't know if Randall was going to survive that. Like he was, that was that was pretty good. Uh, but of course, like this, these are supposed to be the most badass villains of all time. But two of them actually died because they shot each other. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And that made me laugh. I was like, these guys are supposed to be the professionals and they're killing each other. Well, it's funny because they're a team, team, but they're not working as a team. They're all each getting their own individual paycheck, and whoever actually kills them gets the other's paycheck. So they're not really, like, trying to work together to kill them, so they all share the money. So, I I mean, they care because the less of them means less of a chance of killing him and getting paid. But at the same time, they're out for themselves, and they want the bounty for themselves right 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 the other guy's like you bitch he got shot uh but then of course Randall takes out the female and uh, the, the remaining female and then we have the the first the first meeting between Randall and and radek and <laughs> fight me like a man he, he's like come on and, and yeah. Randall just picks up an axe throws it at him and he just and that was it i was like oh shit he's dead and then later, he just gets back up. <laughs> when Randall's gone, he just gets back up. He goes, that motherfucker stole my belt. Yeah, I think my... I saw on Sarah's neck. <laughs> He's like, no, it's over there around her neck. Oh, and then he just walks away. He just walks out of frame. With the axe like, still like in his vest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, movie, movie, you're winning me over, okay? You're winning me over here, movie. But then we have the rematch at the end. You know, he shows up. The rematch you know. to end all re- yeah. uh, rematches. Oh, my God. So remember, the whole movie is hyping up Radak, okay? And when the first time, when he got hit with the axe and he was walking around like it was nothing later, I was like, oh, shit, he's a badass, so he could take he could take a lot of punishment. Then at the end of the movie, we're going to spoil it. Fuck it. You know, we did, we spoil movies on, is it really that bad? Um, he comes up, and he's like this big speech. Like, do you remember what he says? He said, he's just like, let's do it now. And I'm going to finish it. And this whole big spiel. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? Oh, well, Randall just kind of looks at him like, he's sorry, I could fight you. And then he kind of looks up the rafters <laughs> and down at his foot. And there's like this little device. At first, when I first saw the movie, I'm like, oh, well, don't step on that. It kind of looks like a bear trap. But then he's like, stomps on it. And he's like, yeah, come on. All of a sudden, Bam! A car just drops right on the dude and ends him. <laughs> Randall's just kind of oh like, God. and walks oh off God. the screen. We were stunned because we were not so expecting funny. a car to land on him. We, we were so stunned, and then we could not stop laughing. I was like, again, movie, you're winning me over here. You're winning me over here with this unexpected hilariosity. And then, and then Randall just he just walks out of frame. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm done, and just walks out of frame. And you don't expect it because you think, okay, they're gonna finally have the yeah. showdown, and you have no <laughs> idea what this thing Randall's stepping on. Yeah. And all of a sudden, <laughs> like, oh yeah. well, fuck. Oh my god, <laughs> I was dying, just dying. Uh, but then we got a pretty decent fight between uh, Josh Brolin here and uh, <laughs> Josh Brolin on steroids. Uh, Thanos without the pink skin. Yeah, it's like uh, Josh Brolin mixed with Scott Adkins. Rolling there you go. One. There you go. There you go. Uh, pretty pretty good fight. Uh, it's kind of funny because this guy really, who was the villain's son's bodyguard, he was really the, the guy who put up the toughest fight besides the grappler. It was kind of like you didn't even really need Radek and his crew. <laughs> Just have his bodyguard try to take Randall on. You know, he kind of got the most hits. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, I like that shot where the 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 blonde figure Maria gets in front of Rendell and then the she wife, get, yeah. the wife yeah and then she gets impaled and that was a really good transition shot where uh, Brolin uh, Buff Brolin stabs her 
And then the camera spins around and it shows Rendell was the one that actually got stabbed. That was really good camera work, man. This is not a piece of shit, trash, throwaway movie. Like, they really tried to do something special with the low budget that they had. It was a neat reveal, too, because it's like all along, you're kind of questioning who yeah. or what she is. And because of the goth makeup and the dress and everything, you you don't quite realize that it's the detective's wife. Yeah. And you're because you only see her for a bit and she's not all, you know, gussied up or anything. So you're like, right. well, who is this? And then they kind of they don't beat you over the head with, oh, this is so and so's wife as, a, uh, you know, a psychological reinforcement and. The yeah. way they do it is just some cinematically. They show her there getting stabbed, but then they flip the camera and you see, oh, no, it's actually him. And she's just a kind of ghost remnant of his wife encouraging him to go on this quest. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It was very well done. And uh, then later you find out that uh, uh, Karika is actually helping Rendell in a way on the side because Rendell spared him. Uh, because the bad guys went back to, to to finish him off, and his body wasn't there. They couldn't find him on, in the hospital anymore. Uh, Rendell got him out of the hospital. So at first you think it's PTSD, like, oh, my God, Rendell's coming after me, but it's actually Rendell came in there to save him. Uh, so they have a pretty interesting relationship, and then they go their separate ways. Doesn't um, he meet him under the bridge while it's raining at the end just before he goes into the factory? He's like, you don't want to go in there. It's a trap. And Rendell's like, I know it's a trap. I plan yeah. on fucking every one of them up. So, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, he's just like, fuck it. You know? And uh, the the finale here, beautifully shot. Like, really good cinematography where he's it's just him and the, the main villain, son, who's, who's who killed his dad. He's like, fuck it, I'm taking over. And it's just them two at night in the rain. And just beautiful, man. Like, really good cinematography of of uh, Very... Rendell slow motion running at him. The fuck it run. He's like, fuck it, I don't care if you shoot me. I'm taking you out. Mm-hmm. Just really beautifully shot. And it's hard, to f- it's hard to film, you know, night scenes, especially when it's raining. Yeah, very reminiscent did... of Smith versus Neo in the end of the first Matrix. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, or was it no, or is it the second Matrix where it's the rainy uh, the third scene? one? They I think they have the fight in the rain, the third one. You, oh the yeah, end. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. But this is just you know they're just spraying some water on the side and <laughs> it's low budget. <laughs> it's not. It's just a few hits here, but it just it looks great for the, for the budget this movie had. You know, the cinematography is really good, and you know that's pretty much it. Are we missing out anything? Were there any other negatives? Um, the only negative that I would say about this is kind of the comment that you sent to me in Messenger. You're like, just remember, this is a slow film. It's not like high action or anything too quick paced. And, you know, I mean, as long as you got a a decent uh, attention span, it shouldn't be too bad. And as long as you're accustomed to subtitled films, again, should be fine. But it is a little slower paced for the kind of plot yeah. Uh, parts and the kind of showing you how everything's being put together and why things are happening, but uh, it's not really that big of a negative, right? But it's good, it's, it's good to point out in case some people are thinking it's because the way I'm describing it, some people might think it's a nonstop action thrill ride. It's not. It's not that type of movie. 
it is kind of a slow burn, but there is enough action in there to to wet your whistle though. But no, that was a good that was a good that was a good call out here. So let's go ahead and and get down to it. I didn't get, I didn't take a poll. I didn't have time to take a poll from the internet. Movie Dojo Army, uh, but this movie. Is it really that bad to the point where Rotten Tomatoes said, fuck it, we don't even have any critics to rate this. <laughs> there was no rating from the critics. It's like zero. There's like nothing there. So they didn't even bother rating this movie. Uh, they probably took a look at it and were like, oh, it's some low budget piece of shit. So fuck it. We're not, we're not going to, we're going to, we're not going to taint our, we're not going to dirty our fingernails with uh, this trash. Yes. <laughs> right. That were right. <laughs> but, but the audience is at like 30%. That's still really bad. 30 out of 100 is bad. <laughs> Especially when 60% is just certified fresh. So is it really that bad as 30% to none? No, no. I'm going to give it a pass. Uh, Jesse, you could be different from me. So you're saying a 60%? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give it a 60 I'm gonna give yeah. it a sixty. I know people people run a little. Like, I, I could speak of the English. I know some people probably think that's too high, but I enjoyed it. It, it. it entertained me. At the end of the day, that's all that matters. Not the budget. Did the movie entertain me? So I'm gonna give it a sixty. But you don't have to. You can give it what you want. Um, it's definitely not. It's definitely not a thirty for me either. The the action scenes and the fighting when they happen are really intriguing. Rendell's outfit and mask are are really top notch. The 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 uh, sorry, out of lost words here. The, the leather jacket that he has and and kind of military esque combat pants aren't like MCU level or even DC right. level of costuming, mm-hmm. but for the budget, it looks badass. The mask looks badass. I guarantee that mask is at least two hundred and thirty US dollars to get made. Like it's, I have a guy that does masks, and it's that's not a cheap mask. So, um, so yeah, the action scenes when they happen, really, really good. The sound when he lands the punches and kicks aren't that kind of stock sound. So points there. The mask and the costuming are good. The the plot is your basic revenge plot, which is a five out of ten for plot for me. Right. So it's it's yeah. like, yeah, I get it. It you seen know, it. someone mm-hmm. fucks up your family, you're gonna want revenge. Understandable. Yeah. It's not a terrible plot. So no. you know, so everything considered, I'm gonna probably give it a a fifty eight. All right. Out of a hundred, like not that's quite good. sixty, but yeah, it's it's nowhere near thirty. Come yeah, that's on. insane. Thirty to no reviews. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah. More so, people need to see this. So again, you know what I was saying earlier to, to that other person's review of, uh, you know, the fight scenes being out of a nineteen forties flick. Clearly, right? Clearly, nineteen forties, right? Gene Kelly, you you know, Humphrey <laughs> Bogart doing this? Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, he's definitely got some like Krav Maga and and uh, raw combat yeah. type of fighting. Yeah. But it's just um, like I I think that person was a little bit a uh, little bit a little bit over overly critical. Mm-hmm. If Again, you're gonna, yeah, go ahead. If you're gonna give it any sort of shit or have any critique about it, the only critique that I was constantly like going through my mind while i'm watching this i'm like this dude is just supposed to be your average kind of 
uh, like scientists, detectives, slash kind of investigative financial, person, financial advisor. Yeah, <laughs> but he, he's also doing like the yeah. kind of detective stuff. He's also kind of like trying to figure out the science behind things and investigate. Right. But he's he's not a superhero. He doesn't have superpowers. From what I know and what the audience is told, he doesn't have any sort of military or martial arts or even raw combat training or anything like that. So right. the amount of beatings and the amount of uh, damage he takes yeah, through yeah. this is kind of unbelievable that he'd keep up keep going through it and has the power of like yeah. a a 20 year MMA fighter like <laughs> I didn't really believe that I know that adrenaline can do stuff I know that anger for revenge for your family can give you extra right. little boosts in the moment but yeah. any anyone who takes any sort of martial arts knows that you're going to get gassed within two or three minutes of fighting, let alone like multiple tiers of bad guys right. and fighting through each one. Right. And the only special power he had is maybe a bulletproof leather vest. And then the mask that was hardened, right. super hardened that couldn't take damage. But right. Yeah. Right. So, but, but then again, this is fantasy too. It is fantasy. Is it though? Could, I, it could. feels like it's, was meant to be grounded in kind of like a real life situation. There didn't seem to be any sort of like hint well, you to say any that sort about, of supernatural well, you power. Say that about, well, no, well, well you could, it's still, it's still, it, it could be grounded action for sure. But you could, it's still a superhero type movie, is what I'm saying. So if you put, if you, if you want to label it superheroes, it is, it is technically a, a fantasy in a way. Uh, but yeah, no, those are those are good ones you brought up. Those are good. Uh, if anything, if anybody was going to nitpick about something, yeah, right? or yeah, you could say, I mean. or you could say, uh, how does he eat? <laughs> well, yeah, because once it's sealed, he, you can't get that shit off. They say the bonds uh, with your skin. Yeah, movie metal rock. McDonald says Randall looks like a graphic novel come to life. At least to me, it does. All right, so it looks like we got a fan here. That's cool. Uh, but yeah, uh. It gets the pass. It gets the pass. Definitely. There you go. I'm, I mean, it's it gets the, the pass shadow. today. It is not that bad. Or not the shadow. 30%. I mean the spirit. Hmm? I said it's better than the spirit. <laughs> yeah. And the spirit, I'm sure, cost millions of dollars. You know, millions of dollars. And it's another uh, Frank but, Miller one. I know, right? Uh, but I am actually excited that. For Rendell, too. Yes, yes, and uh, it's it's still in production right now. There is no release date, but I'm really, really, really excited for this one, man. Really, yeah, I'm sure really the pandemic excited. hasn't helped the production. Right, right, right. But yeah, you know, these are some behind-the-scenes shots of Rendell 2, Electric Boogaloo. I <laughs> am excited for this, and look at this one right here, chat. Yeah, oh. yeah, baby. Yeah, Bring let's on the get filthy. it. Let's get it. Blood, gore, slice and dice. Slice and dice. Yeah, so Rendell 2, I can't wait. I can't wait to see. Uh, look at all those guns in the back there. This, this is, But remember, this is a behind-the-scenes shot right here. Yeah, I can't wait for Rendell 2. I'm actually stunned, to be honest, that we're getting a Rendell 2 because of all the horrible negativity I've heard from this yeah. movie. I have, yeah. not one, I have not found one, Jesse, positive review for this flick. Anywhere? I have not found one. Yeah, uh, wow. I kind of gave up after a while because <laughs> this is this is low on IMDb as well. This is like a four, Jeez. so I have not 
I have not seen. So I'm I'm happy. And the director, you know, the the what's his name? Uh Jesse Haja. Um I'm happy for him because mm-hmm. you know, he 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 created this character while he was in high school. He was sitting at a desk. He loves superhero comic book films and he was creating Rendell and drawing him when he was a teenager in high school and now look at it. He's you know he's living the dream. He's directing a film based off a character he created in high school. Who who what teenager in high school or comic book fan you know growing up wouldn't want that? Yeah, one day I'm directing my own movie based off of my own character. I mean, how awesome is that? So he's and like he, the Finnish uh, Todd McFarlane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm excited for Rendell too. I hope it's even badass, bigger, better, badder. And uh, I'm excited, but yeah, it it it, it gets the pass here in the, in the movie dojo. It is for not sure, as bad sure. as thirty percent out of or to, or to zero <laughs> compared to to Rotten Tomatoes. So, uh, but yeah, let's see here. Is Rendell worth watching again? Yeah, I watched mm, it again today. To me, yeah, it is. sure. I'm a fan of it. I would definitely recommend watching it more than once Uh, because the first time I watched this, like I bought it on, I I got it on DVD here. So I actually own a copy too from Walmart. Um, But the first time I watched this, I find that the beginning's cool because it sucks you in and you're like, oh, cool, fighting and da, da, da. And then kind of like the middle part where they're explaining a bunch of different things and why things are happening and who's who. I kind of like just had an ADHD moment, just kind of like <laughs> phased out or was into my phone or something. And then came back in at the end yeah. where he's like fucking up the whole factory. And I'm like, wait, I missed like a good 45 minutes of this movie. So no, I'm glad I went back and rewatched it for this because there's definitely a lot of things in yeah. there that I don't even remember happening, but I'm glad I've seen them now because it's cool. And of course you have to be one of those people that are into subtitled films. Cause there's only, I think, 20 lines in this whole thing that are English. So yeah. make sure that you're used to watching subtitles and make sure that you are aware that you're not going in watching a John Wick action, yeah. action, action. Film. Yeah. It's not that type of movie. Mm-mm. But for, for remember, go, I went in going in expecting the worst thing ever. And I was just like, dude, I'm actually getting entertained. I was telling my wife, I was like, dude, this is entertaining. What the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> like we kept looking at each other. We're like, yeah, the plot could be a little muddy, muddy here and there, but we're like, we're looking at each other like, this is kind of fun. Like, what the hell? Like, what movie did everybody else watch? Yeah, it's so. kind of like a uh, a mix of Black Noir mixed with Rorschach on their own yeah. individual kind of story kind of thing. That's, yeah. that's basically what I got from it. Yeah, but and we, we've seen worse, right, Jesse? Oh, God, yes. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> There's terrible uh, movies out there for sure yeah, in the superhero no value, genre. They have all, they have millions of dollars, but there's no value at all to it. Uh, but what do you say uh, next time we get together, Jesse? We keep it going with the superhero vigilante uh, grounded uh, type of genre. Let's do yes, sir. El Chicano next time. What do you think? I've never even heard of it, and let's, let's I'm do already intrigued. Yes, <laughs> yes. What does it say at the bottom there? Our streets, our fight, our hero. I say nice. We keep, nice. I say we keep it going. El Chicano. I think that came out a uh, recent. It was maybe two couple. Might be 2017 or 2018. But but yeah, let's let's do El Chicano uh, next time. That'll be fun to do. Here Sweet. Too. So a Spanish dark mm-hmm. kind of yeah. vigilante movie. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, let's let's do it. All right. Uh, ended it 
10 minutes early, which is fine. I started a little late today. Sorry, guys. I was having issues with the iCam. Uh, but I thank all you badasses for watching, hanging out with the old samurai. Don't forget to go over to Black Metal Rebellion if you're fans of metal and nerd culture. That's right. Subscribe to Jesse. That's right. That's what this guy say the name. You got to say it like that. <laughs> thank you very much. Yes. Thank subscribe. And uh, if you're new to the channel, go ahead and subscribe to The Old Samurai. we got a lot more content this week. Don't forget, Versus episode uh, this week is a big one. If you haven't seen the trailer, two J.J. Abrams reboot remakes, in a way, kind of. Star Trek 2009 versus Star Wars The Force Awakens. Yes. Which movie is mm. better? That's going to be good. And uh, I think Louis Lecca from Nerd Report is going to come by and uh, hang out with us again. So you know how we do it. We have a full panel. so And uh, some other things uh, this week as well. Stay tuned, and we'll see all you badasses next time. Take care, guys.